Hello, my name is Cynthia, and welcome to the latest episode of Getting Your Together, a podcast where we discuss what it's like to get it all the way together, or at least attempt to, one day at a time. Hey, everyone. How's it going? It's been a long, long, long time. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be back. Welcome to the new season. I'm not, I don't even label it. Like, I don't even know if I'm season three, season four. I'm just going to call it the new season. I'm back. I thought I was going to be taking a sabbatical in the summertime and it ended up going all the way through the summer into, I guess now it's the winter. I cannot believe that 2021 is almost up. This year flew, at least for me, but I'm here. I'm happy to be talking to you all. And I just kind of wanted to just set the tone about where things are or where things were or, and what's going on with me and then things that I've been working on um, when it comes to just like my sobriety and my recovery and things of that nature and what to expect for this upcoming, I guess, trip that we're about to embark on together. So this year for me has been quite interesting. I think coming out of 2020 with covid 2021 and things were starting to open up here in least Brooklyn and New York, I kind of wanted to dial back and just reset and recalibrate because I was just so, I think it was rough and tough for everybody. And I think some people found their stride and I, I found my stride in certain aspects, but then I also realized, and I think this is one thing that, and maybe you went through something similar that when you are like forced into a new way of being like, I like change, but then the type of change I think we all embarked on collectively in 2020 was kind of just rough. And then coming out of that and feeling like an entirely new person with different things and different wants and and things that I wasn't necessarily even expecting kind of threw me for a loop, right? It was rough. I kind of retreated back into some bad habits, but actually I won't even say it's bad in the sense it's not healthy for me. So in full transparency, I gained a whole bunch of weight, like so much. Some of it is just like COVID. Some of it is just me. So, most of it is me. I'm not going to say some of it is me. Most of it is me still dealing with, like I said, and I said this on my show, like I've had a lot of other di- different types of addictions and traumas and things. While drinking was never something that I felt I wanted to go back to, which is true, which is oddly enough, I didn't want to go back to drinking, didn't really miss drinking. Even in 2021, things were opening up. But food, you have to eat and just dealing with a lot of my issues and stuff around that, which is actually what I'm working on with my therapist. I actually stopped going to my therapist for a bit. And then I was like, you know what, Cynthia, get your ass back to therapy because <laughs> you need it. Um, so that's what I've been doing and handling that and really still trying to work on being kind to myself and being self-aware and the self-compassion because your girl was going through it when she finally saw that number on the scale. Anyway, so now here I am working through that. And I will be honest, like a lot of last year, I wanted to come back sooner to the podcast, but I was going through a lot of just health issues. I'm getting older. I'm not midlife. I don't think, I don't know what's considered midlife in the United States, but I'm not midlife, but I'm feeling like I'm going through like a midlife crisis In the sense, like, you know, my mom passed away from cancer when she was 43. 
And each year that I'm getting, I'm getting closer and closer to that age. And I think I'm just like, what, you know, I'm kind of freaked out and panicked by that. I mean, I think maybe some of that kind of subconsciously impacted me in the food thing. I don't know. I'm still trying to work that out. But a lot of health stuff happened. Like I had GERD and and then I had like this issue with my, you know, a lot of other things I wasn't expecting and threw me for a loop and just... I had to really kind of just assess and just be like, yo, like you're going down, like even though it's not alcohol, like you're down like this path and you just need to own this. Like this is probably one of the last things that you really need to really understand. Like I understand it from like a high level. I understood it like, okay, this is kind of why. And then when I was heavy in my drinking, that kind of all filtered into that. But now that I'm not really missing drinking or relying on my drinking or that desire and that urge, which is weird, you know, I'm coming up on three years or hopefully I'll see three years in January. Now I'm just like, okay, well, I really need to, this is kind of like the last hurrah actually freaking me the hell out, but that's kind of where I am. So I think this episode, like I really kind of want to talk through top three things that I've, I've learned since I've been gone. And I think the first one I've, I've been touching on it is that Addictive tendencies and patterns and behaviors are not linear. And if you're not aware, I feel like self being self-aware and really understanding yourself as much as one can, because there's going to be, you know, there's always going to be something that you don't necessarily see 100% or you see it better at certain times and then lose sight of it. I'm a walking testament to that. And I think just understanding that if you're not careful and you're not continually to work on yourself and understanding self and being honest and accountable, you can quickly backslide into other things. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol. It could be a myriad of things. A lot of people find comfort or find a way to kind of exercise that addictive itch and a multiple multitude of things. It's shopping. It could be food. It could be sex. It could be social media because I felt like it was actually that was part of it, too, for me. And that was something two that I had to just be I had to take stock of and kind of just see what really matters to me which is like my health my sanity my sobriety not just from alcohol and just being a really good person and being a good friend and working through and working through that so I think that would be one thing I would say is just be mindful friends as you're working through things you know keep stock of all of you, not just the one that is fixated or is working towards being recovered or being in recovery, which is, I'm not saying lose sight of that, but you have to look at you from a whole picture, not just like one facet of you. And number two, I would say now is a great time to really Check in with yourself. I think end of the year, I always see the fall, winter, going to the winter, like in this time period of a great place to kind of take stock. We're heading into the holidays. I know that could be a bit trepidatious or feel a lot of people with trepidation and insecurity and anxiety because of family and festivities and things are open. So there may be parties. I know my job actually is having a Christmas party this year. It's a themed one and I signed up to go, but who knows, you know, I'm I'm, I'm infamous for always changing my mind. I've only met like a handful of people in person still because my office is 
Um, we don't have to necessarily be in the office if we want to work elsewhere, which is refreshing and nice. And I'm actually killing it at work right now, which is a whole other story for another day, which is just surreal. All that to say, I'm rambling. You guys probably, hopefully you missed my rambling. But two, just always just take stock. Like this is a prime time to do that, whether it's just what are the three things that you're thankful for this year for yourself for your for your life what are you hoping to take into 2022 what are you hoping to discard in 2021 and you don't have to wait until the end of the year you can do that stuff now i know for me i've had to take stock of a lot of things and you know i had to look at my stuff too because i haven't been perfect and you know what i also realized that i'm quick to say i haven't been perfect two things that i'm really working on i'm quick to say put the blame on me you know i'm quick to say well you know i was this And then my other thing, I'm quick to like quantify or qualify like my accomplishments and just, or just like downplay them. I'm actually doing something for me. And I want you guys to also do this, especially if you're women, look at the type of language and the words you use to describe your actions. For me, I've noticed, and basically I start noticing this, this hardcore, like maybe like two, three months ago, when I would say things in meetings because of what I do, like I lead a brand and a team and I would put things like I just, or I think, or I would, or I should, or we should, you know, I would say things like this to kind of downplay, like, no, I want you to do this. And I actually stopped that. Like if I write it, then I, I automatically edit myself before I send the message and however it comes across, it comes across. I'm being unapologetic about that. And if I'm talking, I make sure to have points and be prepared. So I take those types of things out of my vocabulary because I wanted to work on being to the point. It's like, I'm to the point in my personal life. I should be to the point in my working professional life, whether it's for my my full-time gig or the stuff I do on the side. Shaking off that whole thing of being a black woman in leadership. Like I said, fuck that friends. I'm here and that's it. Point blank period. So that's something I want, if you guys are suffering or thinking through that, or you're not feeling as confident, look at the types of words, because I feel like the types of words and sentences still play into your story and how you see yourself and how you show up, type of treatment you think you deserve, not what you deserve. So if you're like me and you need to take stock of that, I will always encourage that because I think it's awesome, especially for women to just really remove like the justs and all that other type of thing. Don't dim your light for nobody in all aspects of your life. And then another thing was also just taking stock of just me always wanting to put the blame on me saying like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a shitty this, you know, um, I've done that when it comes to like my relationships, like I can also see the other person's side, but I'm quick to be like, you know, but you know, I was this, or I was deep in my addiction or I worked too much or, you know, across like all my relationships. So family, my romantic and my friendships. And I think my friendship one is the one that I really put a lot of pieces together on that one. Cause I know, especially when I was in my early recovery and I think we all have this need to atone and I'm not saying we shouldn't and people deserve to be apologized to. And you know, your behavior should change because we can't just be assholes, you know, but there's also a level of, you know what? It's not just on me. A relationship is a two way street. If I can admit my stuff, then I expect my friends or my romantic relationships or my family to be able to to admit theirs and for us to be able to have a conversation about that. And I notice that not all my friends seem to be able to do that. 
that made me say, okay, well, I can't make anyone change. I have to reevaluate how I see them in my life. And that sucks. You know, and I went through a whole thing, all this other type of stuff. And I actually talked it through in therapy. I'm not even saying things don't come up because, you know, I take my friendship seriously because I don't call a lot of people my friend. I don't connect easily with people. When I realized that, I understood why I had a lot of anger and resentment in certain aspects with certain friendships. And then I was either going to say like, okay, I'm going to address it or I'm just see it out. However, it ends up, it ends up, you know? And I also think it's because I've always been the one to, and maybe you're similar, I've, you've always been the one to try to keep people engaged or with you, or you're like the linchpin and you're the one that's always extending yourself. I, and it was so funny. I was talking to my partner. Yes, he's still in the picture the other day about feeling he was going through something with his family and I'm not going to go into and spill his tea, not my story, but it basically came down to like, you know, feeling valued and feeling time is precious because I'm very funny about time because that's one thing you can't get back. Thinking about like things, people I've been around and relationships I've had across the board, different types. I will be, hey, let's hang out. Hey, let's do this. Hey, let's go here. And I have friends now, I would say some, um, that have reached out and do make plans. And I feel like we're on equal footing, but then there's some that I've been like, it's always been me driving this. Are we really even friends at this point? Or have we, were we ever friends? Like if I didn't do this, would we be friends? You know, and these are people I've had in my life for years, you know, that made me really want to take a step back. Overextending yourself across the board. I've done it a lot with work. I did it a lot with my romantic relationships did a lot with my family and I really worked on putting boundaries up, but the one place I didn't was my friendships. And that is something that I leaned into hard in 2021. Varying levels of success and, you know, working it out, but, and being sad, but you're not always happy. You know, that's one thing I learned through going through this recovery (laughs) in life. You're not always going to be happy and that's just it. And you're going to just have to roll with it, you know, really just leaning into that being uncomfortable and really understanding and seeing something. (laughs) It's been a wild ride, going to be a wild ride. I'm I'm, I took a drumming lessons, y'all. Yeah. So that's that's been fun learning limb independence, which I think I'm leaning into the fact that I suck at something, which is as someone who's a perfectionist who likes to feel they know a lot of things leaning into that has been kind of interesting. I think maybe this is my third. Like if there's something that you want to try, I urge you all guys to look at something, whether you're doing something new, if you are, please share in the comments or let me know. Cause I'm always interested if you're off and trying to do, but if there's something you want to try, like what's holding you back from that? Is it because you feel like you're not going to be good at it? I'd say being actually, this is one thing I've learned. And this is someone who is, a, like I said, perfectionist and wants to feel like they know everything. Uh, Like I've been learning French for like two years off and on. And I started really this hardcore this year um, to speak to native people. I know a lot of French and I I need to get over this hump and just do it. I'm going to suck. I'm going to say the wrong words. And I did. And it's fine. I laugh, move it on. But I did the drumming because this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I've always said like, well, I'm too old. I'm this, whatever. Quantify or qualifying, like putting those just, just, just things. 
now I just lean into the fact that I'm going to suck. Like, I'm just going to suck. <laughs> and it's cool. But I'm still learning a hell of a lot about myself. I'm learning a lot about music in a different way. I'm hearing music in a different way. My teacher, he's also in recovery. So that's cool. And just things I've learned from him just from music has been awesome. And learning limb independence, which is like you're all, when you're at a drum kit, all of your limbs are doing different things at different times and taking your mind, clearing my head in a different way. So it's very cool. Let's all try to think about something that we may want to do. You don't have to tell anybody. By all means, you don't have to. If you want to tell me, you know, DM's always open. Uh, but think of something that would honor you or something that's new for you that you would be like a child learning and just try it, you know, just try it. I'm not saying stay with it if it's not for you, because you could be tr- staying, try something and be like, eh, thought I would like this and I don't. But, you know, let's all try to take ourselves out of our comfort zone and feel a little bit less in control or try to be in control and just know that you're going to suck and be okay with not being great at something. Give yourself that permission to not be great at something, but know that if you stick with it, the tide will soon change. Wow. I'm sounding poetic. Who is this person? Is this Cynthia? I don't know. So in closing, three things to really take stock of. One, addiction's not linear. You can, it can manifest in, in a lot of different ways. So we always have to keep our radar across the entire person and our entire world and our entire life and not just one facet of it, which could be drinking or whatever you're struggling with. Two, take the time to really recalibrate what you want to keep in 2021, what you move into 2022, what are things you want to add, um, what have you learned. Just name three things, list three things, maybe in three, and then look at your friendships, relationships, and see if you're if you're getting the type of energy you deserve that you're putting out there, and if you're the one that needs to change your energy, what's holding you back? And then also work on their, that language, the stories, even if you're telling something, you're not telling the story, but the words that we use inform the story we're telling or we believe about ourselves. So let's work on trying to change that. Three, try something new. Just be okay with sucking at something. I don't know anything about this and that's okay. I'm just going to just commit, see this out look at myself in a different way, learn something new, meet new people. Cause you never know. You could trip and stumble into something amazing. Um, you may find out about something new, trying that, you, that while doing that new activity, you learn and stumble into something new that's your jam. You never know friends. And why wait until 2022 to do that when we can do that work now? That's it. I'm happy to be back. Looking forward to next week. If this message resonates with you, please share it out. Please leave me a review. I know it's been a minute. If there's anything you want me to talk about, cover, I'm always open. Please get into those DMs, email me, tweet at me. I'm available and accessible. Yeah. Until next time, my friends, hope you guys are doing well. Let me know in the comments. Take care and talk soon. Bye.